0: To the main event. Let's get ready to rumble! Introducing first, fighting out of the neutral corner, the undisputed, undefeated—that is, boxing podcast on the planet. And now, your host. Eric Rimbo. Hey guys, welcome to the special edition of the Baddest Boxing Podcast on the Planet. Once again, I'm Eric Rimbo. And uh, I just want to take a few minutes to make this episode um, to kind of go over a post-fight recap of last night's fights with um, Pacquiao Matisse and Progre Velasco. Um, before I go into that, um, I just want to say... I've actually had the chance, obviously, since I watched the uh, Pacquiao Matisse fight, to take a look at the ESPN Plus app. I know I gave them a shout out on my last podcast or the last episode, rather. Um, very, uh, very interesting website. It took me a little while to um, actually get it to, you know, to put it up on my uh, my Apple TV, which I couldn't connect the ESPN Plus app to the ESPN app. Um, actually, I think the ESPN Plus. Portion of the ESPN app is included in the ESPN app, um, so it's a, it was a little frustrating, but I was able to um, you know basically look at it through my uh, through my laptop and be able to send it to my um, what they call it mirror it to my Apple TV. So definitely uh, definitely a cool app. But one thing I wanted to point out for you boxing fans out there, ESPN has put a ton of archived old fights on the ESPN Plus app. Um, it's up to you guys to decide if it's worth the 4.99 a month um, to check it out. The cool thing about it is, if, if you buy it, I know you can cancel it. Um, you know, as long as you don't hit the next billing cycle or whatever, you'll you'll only pay for it one time, uh, five bucks or whatever it is. But it, it's kind of cool to see some of those old archive fights in there. Um, a lot of recent classics, I guess. Um, but just depends on what you what you like. But definitely worth checking it out. Um, just want to give a shout out to that to that. And uh, not only that, uh, got to give some credit to ESPN for trying to hang with uh, you know both Showtime and HBO and making these fights happen. Uh, very impressive. But uh, with that being said, so I just want to do this episode um, as a quick recap of last night's fights because uh, I, I am seeing uh, a lot of a lot of uh, social media uh, talk right now with Pacquiao and Matisse. And I just kind of want to give my analysis of of both these fights. Um, First and foremost, let's talk about Progre and Velasco. Um, Progre looked very good. Um, You know, he did what he he needed to do. Um, He looked like, in all honesty, uh, Velasco looked very sturdy in the beginning of the fight. Um, But one thing I will comment on that kind of you know worried me a little bit with Velasco um obviously we saw at the end of the fight where he he definitely looked like he didn't want to continue it took took some time for uh the ref to actually maybe maybe acknowledge that but uh, I was a little disappointed in in hearing Velasco's corner um kind of encouraging a fighter that didn't want to continue on um to, you know to keep fighting yeah i know to a certain extent that's a corner's job to do that but when the you know the fighter is kind of like yeah I'm, I'm i'm pretty much done at this point um then they send him out there for more you know more beating that that's how that's how fighters get hurt right there um so it was, was kind of unfortunate to see and you know while Velasco did come in a relative unknown as I mentioned on the last episode um you know good on him for hanging tough for the first couple rounds uh, he did look good he looked like he caught Progray a couple times um to kind of you know stop him in his not stop him in his tracks but you know kind of give him a little little bit of a harder time than I think that was expected but good on Progray for uh you know coming coming with that uh you know constantly moving forward and uh, breaking breaking Velasco down and then uh, going to the body and, and really breaking him down at that point. So it definitely was good to see. Um what's next for Progray? Uh up on the horizon, not too sure yet, but I think the fight to be made at super lightweight for Progray would definitely be Jose Ramirez. But those two have kind of been on a um kind of like a parallel course and trying to get them two to to meet up might be might be difficult. Um but I, I definitely think you know Progray is, is in position to maybe go after some of the idol some of the other straps in that division uh, I know he did mention um you know he would love to fight Pacquiao Pacquiao would come down to 140 or maybe Lomachenko if Lomachenko came up to 140 um I, I think that might be a little bit too much for Lomachenko um not saying you know, not saying that. Pro, I think Progray maybe too big of a too big of a body for for Lomachenko. Um, and, and again, that's maybe asking a little bit too much for for Lomachenko. I mean, he did just come up, you know from uh, you know from one thirty to to one thirty five. So you know where he goes from here, um, I, I think that Jose Ramirez fight would be outstanding. But there there is some talent at you know super you know super lightweight. I mean, you, you always got. Adrian Broner, uh, this kid, Daniel Connor seems, you know, he, he, you know, he might be one, um, Postal's out there, um, yeah, so he, he's, he's definitely got some choices right now, um, he, he's definitely proven that he can be a draw in that division, uh, Jose Ramirez needs to be on a collision course with Progre, um, I think that's good for the sport, good for that division, will breathe some more life into that division. But overall good fight for Progray. Um I was a little surprised that it lasted as long as it did, but uh it just took a little while for for him to break Velasco down and uh again Velasco seemed like, you know, he was a very tough opponent in the first couple rounds, first few rounds and uh it just took a little while for for Progray to really impose his will upon him and uh break him down and uh much credit to Velasco again. He came in as a relative unknown. Um, you know, if you want to call that arena, then, you know, a national spotlight, he came to America and, and fought in a, a pretty, pretty, uh, big spotlight, um, you know, national TV, whatever. Um, so good on him, good on him for showing up, good on him for, you know, standing his ground a little bit, but, you know, pro grade just proved to be too much for him and, uh, we'll see where he goes in that division. Okay. So moving on, Pacquiao Matisse. Um, wow. Yeah. I was, uh, pretty impressed. With uh, with Pacquiao, how well he looked um, last night, uh, the, just the dismantling of Matisse in that fight. Um, you know, it's going to draw a lot of media attention to Pacquiao. It's going to fuel the fire uh, for Pacquiao to c- continue fighting. Um, it's it's going to make him probably want to fight more. Um, but let's let's kind of be honest with this. I mean, Matisse he did not look like he wanted to be there especially after like the first first and second round he he looked like he was just trying to survive at that point um i got to be honest i i think that right now pacquiao is going to be getting a lot of a lot of attention for this fight you know yeah his first knockout since like 2009 um you know against somebody that is known or was known to be a brawler but and that's not discrediting Matisse. I think it just, again, you know, I like to say it is what it is. It, it was what it was. I mean, it, you know, Matisse just didn't look like, you know, the same fighter of old. And, and I stand my ground with what I said um, with the last episode. He he was, a, you know, he was kind of a damaged fighter after his war with Provodnikov. You know, we never really saw. And then, and then Postal kind of, you know, put the exclamation mark on that too as well. I mean... Matisse, yeah, he's got name recognition. Good good for Pacquiao. And, you know, good win for Pacquiao, especially at 39, soon to be 40. Um, and he looked good. I mean, regardless if, you know, uh, Matisse didn't make him work that much, uh, he still looked pretty good. He still looked like he, you know, while, while the speed isn't there as much anymore, um, you know, he, he definitely moved around the ring pretty well. And he did what he was supposed to do. And, he, you know, he broke Matisse down. Um my biggest concern with this though is you know the health the health of Pacquiao, you know, you have to you know, you have to question, you know, this guy has so much fame, so much fortune, we think. Um why what more does he have to do to preserve his legacy? I, you know, I think that's that's cemented right now. What what he did, let's say up until twenty fifteen, um you know, the, guy, the guy's a legend in his own right. And I, I, I'm kind of repeating myself from, from last episode. But my point to this is, this guy is another legend of the sport. Um, he's getting ready to, whatever you want to call it, go into middle-aged or, or you know, he's getting he's getting older, basically. And what we're going to see, I hope not, is a damaged older guy as he as he gets older in life. And I I, I really feel for boxers that get to that point, and I I hope we don't see that with Pacquiao, Um, because again, the guy has been in wars throughout his entire, you know, his entire career, you know, there's difference, there's a difference, you know, when you're going through wars when you're 25, and now when you're, when you're 40, my point to that is, is because of his win last night, there's going to be a lot of talk about him taking on, you know, some of the young lions of the division, you know, the... uh, (laughs) You know, or even talk about Lomachenko and and you know Crawford and stuff like that, and it's just like, yeah, I, I don't think he's while he's still good and he's still got some power, uh, and, and I may I, I may be completely off in saying this, but I, I don't think that he he should be going after those those young guys just yet. I think Horn was an example of a it is what it is a mediocre fighter that um youth was on his side and was able to give Pacquiao a you know a, a decent showing i mean it, yeah granted i think Pacquiao won that fight but it was a dirty fight Pacquiao had a hard time with him um so that kind of goes to show you what Pacquiao may be uh, now imagine putting somebody else younger in the ring with Pacquiao um that has a lot more skills than limited horn does and then you know how would Pacquiao end up getting beat badly is the question and i think the answer might be yes Um, however, I don't think that's going to stop Pacquiao. Um, I think he's going to keep going. Uh, while, while this is kind of gossip and none of my business, I can, I don't have any factual, you know, evidence to back it up except for, you know, what I hear and read, you know, I guess he, he, there is some financial problems. So he, you know, unfortunately we may see him fighting for a little while longer until he gets to handle that stuff. What is that going to do though? You know, it's going to put him into Fights that maybe he's going to take an unnecessary risk at this point in his life. Now, with that being said, I think the one name out there that makes the most sense would be a big draw for him. And it would probably challenge him a little bit. And the other fighter as well, for sure. Um, I think Amir Khan, I, I think that would be a good fight for him. Um, for both rather, you know, they're both at the tail end of their career per se. um, I think that you can – and, you know, I don't think Pacquiao wants to fight in the U.S. anymore because of, you know, maybe IRS issues and stuff like that. So you got an opportunity to either fight in London or, or, or fight in England, rather, or fight maybe in the uh, – maybe somewhere in the Middle East, you know, with uh, Amir Khan's following, uh, you know, from – you know, his family's from Pakistan or whatever. So maybe maybe they could bring, uh, you know, a big gate draw to somewhere like Dubai – or somewhere somewhere else, uh, so that Pacquiao can maybe make a uh, you know a decent amount of money, or both these guys can make a decent amount of money. Um, but again, getting back to the uh, the fight from last night, uh, you know Pacquiao definitely looked good. Um, I wasn't expecting him to knock knock out Matisse, but uh, you know he definitely proven he he definitely proved he can still he can still do that. Um, again, just, you know, it seemed kind of one-sided or it was one-sided, didn't seem like anything. It it was one-sided, but again, good win, good win for Pacquiao. Good, good on him. Uh, good on Matisse. Uh, that's another question or another point. Where does Matisse go from here? Um, I think it's, I think you've proven that you, you, Matisse that is, you cannot really be on the upper elite anymore. Um yeah, he might need to, if he's still going to continue fight fighting, which I think he indicated that he still wants to fight. Um, maybe he needs to maybe come down a, a notch or two. I mean, I think he's 35 years old, so he still maybe has another, you know, another couple years in a maybe, um, but yeah, it might be time to not really consider him in the, uh, in the upper elite that, of that division anymore. But, uh, again, much credit to him though, as well for coming in and, um, Attempting to to try to beat the mighty Pacquiao, but um, unfortunately didn't work his way that night. Um, but again, good win for Pacquiao, good name recognition, and if you follow boxing media, whether it be social media, news, whatever, uh, you know Pacquiao is going to be all over the all over the place right now, probably for the next week or so, just talking about how he dominated and how he looks good and and everything like that. But you know until you watch the fight don't don't if you haven't seen the fight don't get deceived by what you read on the media I mean it it was it was a good showing for Pacquiao but I mean Matisse looked like a glorified sporing partner in there for some rounds um you know and I'm not again it it is what it is I, I think Matisse knows that he you know he didn't do his best and uh you know i I don't know if he went into that ring knowing that, you know, thinking he was going to lose or whatever, but it it just wasn't a good showing for him. But, again, good on Pacquiao for doing what he needed to do. Good on Matisse for showing up and accepting the challenge. And um, good on both of them for delivering. And, you know, kind of exciting fight, especially if you're a Pacquiao fan. Um, So where does Pacquiao go from here? I think this talk about Crawford, this talk about Lomachenko, um... And and all these other younger fighters in that division, uh, yeah, I I think we have to stop that. Just because there's definitely no way I could see um, Pacquiao taking on a Terrence Crawford. I don't think Earl Earl Spence, um, Keith Thurman, no. Uh, Sean Porter, even Danny Garcia and Sean Porter, the winner of that, I I don't think so. Um, You know, maybe as I mentioned, Amir Khan. I think Amir Khan is the biggest gate draw for Pacquiao right now. Um maybe a, a rematch with Jeff Horn. Um I think that's warranted. Um yeah, but besides that, maybe 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 Adrian Broner. Maybe if he you know, if he if he's uh if he's fighting at one forty seven, maybe. Um but besides that I, I think that might be about about it so yeah i I would say maybe amir khan a rematch with jeff horn uh nobody really wants to see jesse vargas again um yeah i think i think that's about it uh if you're looking to prolong uh pacquiao's uh pacquiao's career so i guess the next question would be do we think that this fight did anything for um Pacquiao's legacy or his career or anything—I don't really know if it did. Um, it obviously, gave him win number sixty, which is which is always pretty cool. Um, you know, hopefully, it helps pave the way financially for him on personal on a personal level, but professionally, um, it adds another name fighter to his resume, which is which is always good. Um, do I think he needs it at this point? Probably not, but I'm sure he wanted to bounce back after the Horn defeat and also get another strap as well. So good on him for uh for accomplishing that um and we'll see we'll see where he goes from here but uh okay guys well thanks for joining me on the special edition of the baddest boxing podcast on the planet um hope you enjoyed it i know this is a quick episode but i just want to cover both of these fights give you my you know analysis of uh the post fight and um we'll talk to you soon take care thanks Thanks for listening to the Baddest Boxing Podcast on the planet. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter for future episodes and updates.